practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Hey man, how are you? Good man, how are you feeling? Oh, I feel better today. I'm just fucking yeah. tired. Tired. Oh, yeah. But, you know Same. what? I don't, I think it's the moon. I'm gonna blame the moon. I'm gonna, I think it's like, I think I feel much better but i think i've been my ass has been stuck at home and i know in the broader scheme of things we're all stuck at home yeah but Mm -hmm. you can still like like i can't go out for not i don't go out for a walk like i'm staying completely quarantined because why else would i have gone through this just to be like um (laughs) excuse me um so it's really uh draining and you know preface that with like you know, I know people that are stuck at home that are, like have crazy symptoms, so I'm not trying to put myself in the same boat with them, but it fucking sucks. All this shit sucks. So that's how I am. But, oh, you know what? Flip it. I feel much better today. I'm just tired. Sure. I'm just tired. Yeah. And, uh... It's, it's taxing, the stress of the thing, and yeah. not, like... I guess we can get... To, you want to just start this... Sad sack boat off right now. Oh yeah, jerk practice podcast. I'm Hans. I'm Casey. Uh, uh, that's fine. We stepped on it. We bo- we both had a. We both been deeply swabbed. Not in the fun way. A couple coroni pre coroni Tonys here. Oh, pre coroni Tonys. Have you? Um, I think I got the mental corona. Oh fuck! It's interesting you feel it that way because I have. So just to let everybody know, by the time you hear this. We will have known our results, I would imagine. Yeah. But both Casey and I, for different reasons, have had to get COVID nineteen tests, and we neither of us have the results back yet. Um, for me, I was feeling sick. Started feeling sick on Thursday. Felt much sicker on Friday. So finally, reached out to the doc, and basically, we're in such a floor is lava hot spot in Charleston. He's like, I can't. <laughs> I don't like some of those symptoms you have, and they're somewhat related to COVID. He's like, but I cannot. Yeah. He's like, I think it'd be this few things, which were not pleasant things, by the way. I don't want to, definitely don't want to get into that. He's like, but I'm not even going to bother looking into that because <laughs> we were need... dealt a couple hands and they were yeah. all like, mm, yeah, free deal, please. A couple jokers, a couple jokers, which, and primarily, this probably nothing but like, He's like, there's nothing we can do right now in our area except for test people first because, every, yeah. you know, it's like, it's crazy. It's like one out of 32 people here have coronavirus. It, the number is oh, high, man. very yeah. high. And we're, and that's very high comparatively, but there's places out there that are like, one out of seven people have it. Like, Oh, guys, I was reading an article while in line to get tested for coronavirus. I was like, why do you do that to yourself? Why would you read an yeah. article about like... How every third person. So, of course, I'm like, I'm in a line with people getting tested. Everybody's got it. Right. If I didn't have it, I got it now. Right. Uh, That's the thing about it, too, is I was having uh, these chest symptoms for like Mm -hmm. nine days, something like that. I didn't even. But easy peasy, macho man. I was like, that shit's in your head. It's all good. And finally. Uh, after like, cause I had like all this stomach shit and all this stuff come up. I just, I just felt like I had the flu. I was like, you know what? I'm done not believing my own brain. 
So let me call because yeah. that's not a good one to deal with. And of course, that's the stuff where he's like, you know what? We've talked about this shit before. Like, I'd like to get x-rays and stuff. And I'm like, I hope I fucking have coronavirus. I'm going to deal with this <laughs> exactly. shit. Yes. Uh, anyways. It's like Schrodinger's cat. You're like, don't open that fucking box. Don't open it up. Don't open. Don't open me up. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, I still my mind. I have a I have a wild imagination, but Doug Stanhope has a great joke where he's like, if I have cancer, I don't want to know I have it until it's coming out of my mouth. (laughs) He's like, I don't go to the doctor. I don't want to fucking know. Oh, that is the most Doug Stanhope thing Uh, I've ever heard. Yeah, I don't think that it's such a fucking pill, though. So I get why people fucking, I get why I was ignoring shit because so many things get altered from it, not just your life. But I don't know if you want to get into why you had to take a test, but like all this shit has such ramifications around it. Like everybody around you instantly gets affected. Everybody around you instantly, I would imagine, is like, fuck, like. You know, like, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies, because then I got to fucking stay in my house, or I got to not get a paycheck, or this shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I get why people are like, fucking toughen this shit out, and I'm just going to roll the dice, and hope it's just the flu. I get it. Oh, and I got it because, (laughs) I got it because someone I work with went to a wedding. Oh, there was a backstory. See, I didn't hear that part. Oh, yeah. Someone I work with went to, I don't, who knows what happened while they were there. Right. In the official email, it was, may have, like, alluded to. So I'm just like, someone I work with had a very debauched weekend, and now I have to go get tested for fucking coronavirus. At least I don't have that on my uh, plate, because I've been... uh... No, at least you're not, like... Bacchus reincarnated and just everything like, you're just oozing uh, just everything you touch you're just always damp Ugh. but um from the night's revelry so yeah that's why I gotta do it and then why would your co-worker say like why would if I was uh a shyster and was hitting weddings yeah. and everything like that I'd still be like I don't know I got it I got it just because it's a pandemic I wouldn't say like well, I went to a wedding and I was doing the chicken dance. Oh no, with they did I, I old back oh, dumb okay. dad sleuthed it because it. I dad had to work a couple extra shifts because someone mm. kept talking about how important this wedding was, and then lo and behold, dad had to work a couple extra shifts because someone came back with coronavirus. Fucking asshole! I'm a shift chiseler, man. Oh, yeah. I like the shifts I work, and I will help you if you need help. But if I am forced to do it, oh, I keep that. I keep that in my heart. Absolutely. Until you need me the most, and then I just, I give you the worst excuse as to why I can't can't help you out. Right. I have a toe cramp. (laughs) I just don't don't believe in Tuesdays. Don't never work. Never have. Uh, Oh, I'm (laughs) sorry. I can't. What do you mean you don't uh, believe in Tuesdays? I can't cover you because of. because uh resentment see you later <laughs> enjoy your shift and i got that because there was a guy that i worked with and i love him i loved him when i worked with him but he was like the most difficult guy because i had you know it's just it's us it's that midwestern 
the Midwestern people that go to New York and then keep back backing up into more responsibility just because you can't stand not being responsible. Right, right. You can't so, like, I kept stuff not getting, getting promoted and this guy had been there longer. He was at least 12 years older than me. Uh, he's the best dude. And so I had to manage this guy, which he didn't care. He wasn't one of those guys that's like, I won't be bossed around by someone younger than me. The dude was literally the Forrest Gump of the 90s. Like, he lived in Seattle during the grunge movement. He had a band that played with Nirvana. He worked at Microsoft with Bill Gates. Huh. He got into the New York art scene, knows all of the, like, crazy fringe indie artists. They have his work in their house. And he's, like, 42, and he's a bartender at the place I work at. Right. Nicest guy. I found all this out over the, like, eight years that I worked with him, and we just, like, shoot the shit after work. But he would always, he was just the most dude, the dudish guy to work with, because he'd be like, I need, he did what we just described, so I have completely adopted the, his mantle, because I am now the old grubby bearded guy at the bar surrounded by 20 somethings right and i'm just they're like i can you do this and i no i just don't uh, i don't work that day right and i was like i need someone to work and he just goes when i go surfing on tuesdays I can't yeah. do it. <laughs> right <laughs> just like, I was like, but now i'm like that's me now yeah. i'm that except i don't surf yeah well and also you have like you just be like i'm a fucking i'm a dad oh sorry yeah. You think I'm? You think I'm? You would think I'm Michael Keaton's Mister Mom the way I use Harvey as a baton. To <laughs> get, I have dance get responsibility classes. off my back. Like wow, Casey's the best dad ever. Side uh, side screen, you just laying on the couch having a beer, like with a fishing line around your toe with a toy attached to it, like she's a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Parenting. Oh my god! What did I pour do? that gin into the best dad in the universe glass, chipped and broken, of course. Oh yeah! Don't cut, cut your lip on the cut edge. Cut lips. Ooh, 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 can't get rid of that. Oh yeah, absolutely. So yeah, but so that's how I got it because of. And you and Asher, you took a test. Oh, I heard you had some interesting. Uh, I think you I and I did. had uh, diametrically opposed testing experiences as well. I did. So we, after it happened, uh, I am on a, a text thread with everybody I work with, which for me, nearing 40 years old, is the most excruciating oh, yeah. thing. I will leave my phone for 45 minutes. I was like, 20 texts? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I'm never in and they're like, ah, oh, it's just them talking about whatever what, Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh so uh through that they were one of them went, I just went and got one of these quick rapid tests. Boom, you're in, you're out, no problem. Okay. And I was like, Well, that's amazing. I never heard of this rapid test. Right. So I it was telling Ashley that and then she told her about it. she did research she's like it literally just was passed by the fda two days prior okay so it's like cool do this and then on that same thread like i was the last to find out about the coronavirus thing because they got my email wrong 
so I'm getting all of these secondhand conversations about getting rapid tested and all this stuff, and I'm slowly boiling over because I'm like, what's going on? Why isn't anybody talking to me? What's happening? What's happening? Right. So I eventually just was, I just, <laughs> on thread, I was like, hey, did you get your test results back? Which is totally against the uh, American with Disabilities Act. I found out you oh, can't just like oh. call somebody out for having coronavirus. And she was like, I got the results today and it was positive. And I just went, this was, so the, this was wedding person? Yes. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, so then they were like, okay. I was like, all right. I was already like on my way to work. Like when I got there, they're like, okay, we're just going to close early to clean and do all this stuff. Everybody should get a test. Uh, so I was like, all right, Ash, we're going to go do this rapid test tomorrow. Me and you, I'll sit in the car, go in, switch. We'll do a little switcheroo. Right. Uh, so first thing in the morning, we try to we drive there. And it's like an episode of Simpsons. Like you come up this pristine highway. And then slowly, this everything starts to turn gray and brown, and we're like, "Oh God, where is this?" So we pull up, and there's this beautiful, pristine medical facility. We're like, "Oh, perfect! That's amazing. There'll be no problem." There's like all my anxiety is gone. And as we pull around this beautiful, pristine facility, we see children's hospital and we're like oh and then (laughs) like next to it in a dead grass and burning tires is this place that looks like an old burger king so we immediately both were just like oh fuck and then we park and when we park we see somebody just laid out in front of the door and they had their flip phone and you know how people use their shoulder to hold their phone up so they have their hands free? This person was just using the cement. <laughs> they, had the, they had laid the phone on the cement and was laying their head on it and talking. <sighs> had their other arm up, scratching their back. Were like, they talking them. through a mask? Oh, no, no mask. Inside, oh, that's of course. fucking crazy. Oh, wow. Uh, so just like soiled... Dirty, stretchy clothes, and we both just went, "No fucking way, dude!" Yeah, that was that here. was smart. Uh, did you? Was this a place? By the way, pin it because when I tell you my story and how I arrived at my test, I believe my appearance should have put me right in that line. Um, sure. uh, uh, was it a place that was charging? Like, would you have had to pay to get your test? done yeah they apparently they take insurance or they just take cold hard cash yeah it's the type of place if you've seen if you see them it just says they have the prices in the window like an old fruit market in new york right yeah yeah. and it just says sports medicine like an 89 dollars right and whatever yeah sports medicine is so i was like i was super disappointed because even if you don't have insurance any covid19 tests or anything that's covered but I found that these, out, yeah. Right, all these leches, like that's they'll they'll take your money and then make you try and get. They'll go, yeah. Good luck getting mm-hmm. reimbursed for that shit. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, and I noticed like on my drive, like when I get through like to a shittier part of town, it stops yeah. being like you know like COVID tests, like apply here, da da da, like CVS, <laughs> and it just. 
it's literally like guys spinning their signs on the street. That's <laughs> yeah, like yeah. COVID test, one hundred dollars, one hundred. Come on, get them. And I'm just like, oh, that sucks because it's all these people that probably their work tells them they have to get one. They don't yeah. have insurance, and they're just like they don't realize that you know you can just straight up you know apply and get a testing. That sucks. Yeah. Um. Oh, so so to get to your so you guys say fuck it and you leave and then did you end up going to just get a maybe standard we test? Or? Came home to find out. I was like, okay, I'm gonna look up this rapid test so I can you know just get get the answer and then like not miss as little work as possible. Right. Uh, so while I was looking up other options for stuff, Ashley did research on the rapid test, and I guess it's the most shysty bunko like push through the the gears of of you know, bureaucracy out the hot dog and and they're like yeah it's got a one in 16 misdiagnosis rate that's it that's it no problem so the fda is like stamp i guess <laughs> like right start the presses and after they passed it they have since come out with more research and it's so much worse it's like, one like out it's of the five. most yeah, it's the most bunko, quick money. Like Trump was like, "This is the test," so of take course. that for what it's worth. And that's and a- then I come to fi- I come to find out as I'm in line. So it, the next morning after we're like, "Fuck that rapid test," then uh, I go to another urgent care that's just doing the like 48 hour standard. So we get up early again to get there, and there's like a long line, which is fine. So get out. Supposed to open at nine. Got there at about eight thirty. Yeah, nine rolls around. Nothing happens. Nine twenty rolls around. Everybody's on their phone. You know, like what the fuck? What's going right. on? What the fuck? What's going on? Finally, like the one guy you would expect, like khakis tucked in polo, just as like finally got someone on the phone. Place isn't opening. <laughs> they told me to go somewhere else. Oh God. So we left. I looked up, a, and so I ended up going to two different places, urgent care places, yeah. and they didn't do it because everything was mislabeled. So I was in the right part of town, but it was the wrong place. So I finally got to the place and just fucking stood in line for the entirety of yesterday, basically. Did they for the quickest thing I've ever had? I was like, why does this take so fucking long? Did they um? Did they tell you what your turnaround would be? Uh, yeah, it's three to five days. Yeah, mine's five so to seven no days. So who, yeah, that's when, when you had said yours was seven, that's what I was like, I guess next week. That's what. But they had said three yeah. to five, so who knows? They may call me on the seventh day. Right, right. Uh, and while I was in line at that place, the thread lit up because this kid was like, hey, I tried to go to that rapid place, closed. Oh, I'm sure. For no, <laughs> so it's just like it's just the most amazing sort of mafia scamish. Like, let's just get this stuff. Let's just they're not no, it's not hurting anybody. That's it's not hurting anybody. In fact, peace of mind. You know what they say? Stress kills. Let's give people right. peace of mind. That's why. That's the, the Trump thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and that's why you keep hearing every other day that these high profile people in his orbit are testing positive. Because they're utilizing these rapid tests. So like, we take rapid tests all the time, but they're always wrong. So, like, they have this peace of mouth? mind, and then they go around, and, like, apparently, uh, 
I forget her name. Something Gilfoyle. It's Don Jr.'s. Oh, yeah, yeah. The uh, one that was on TV. Girlfriend, the, the, yeah. Yeah. She would take these tests, too, because she was part of, like, the campaign. So she had all these, like, false po- uh, negatives. And so she hosted, like, something on the in the Hamptons, like, this, like, yeah. huge fundraiser that was not distance or anything. Because everybody gets rapid tests, like, in that circuit, in the Hamptons or whatever. So just quick fix, man. Yeah. Oh, it's just like you're, you're popping pills, man. It makes me feel good and yeah. I'm rich. So it doesn't matter. They're saying like, that. these, I, si- Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, like, I had heard this. This was some analysis because that uh, president from Brazil, Bolsonaro, I know. has COVID now and everyone's like, <laughs> and he's going, which they should, but he's going to events and taking his mask off. So people are thinking, because uh, he's. This would be a Trump move if Trump was more robust. Uh, they think he got it and instead of like freaking out and like cowtown, like cowtown is the wrong word, but like listening to analysts, he's like, no, fuck it. Give it to me. And when I don't get super sick, I'm going to like he's just going to throw it in everybody's face that right. like he didn't get he, like he didn't die. Look, I didn't right. die. Show not you. that bad. So Which why like, actually oh, get Trump sick move. and not just pretend to be sick? I mean, if he's going to go that route, like, why would you put it past him just to, like, why would he put himself in danger? Unless no, he exactly. genuinely is that, uh, you know, brickheaded that he genuinely sure. doesn't think it's a real problem. Um, I was going to say, oh, their rapid test thing. Yeah, yeah, it is. This testing thing is such a scam because they have an administration or whatever, an agency that's willing to, like, bend the rules and push, push, push the FDA to put stuff through. So the latest thing is this company that's like, we'll sell you 50 tests, or about to, like, we can sell you 50 tests yeah. over the mail, and you just test yourself whenever you want. So, it, and they're like, one out of those, or 49 out of those 50 will be wrong, and you won't test yourself practically, but that's okay. So it's just like, and that's what happens, like, bad information begets bad results, begets everybody begets all these crazy numbers we're seeing and i will say the numbers are crazy and of course they're linked to more people being it's just obvious i don't know the answer to people not being out and about other than having the proper tests out there instead of giving people a bunch of false sense of health you know obviously they're you know wear a mask and keep apart which is I don't know yeah. what a statewide mask order does. It doesn't mean there's like all these Republican states, mine included. I think yours mm-hmm. might still be included, even though he. Uh, no, it is. And it is. They, they he, did, he did finally put it say you have to. Yeah. So, I mean, they're already like, it's not enforceable. That's what our guy keeps saying. No, our forest company's like, I can't enforce a, a mask policy. So why would I put it in place? And it's just like. No, that's not the point, dude. You put it in place and you put one on your mug because all your supporters who have been like, he's not doing it. He's my guy. Why the fuck would I do it? That's all it does. All it does is put a mask on and you say, everybody has to do it. Then they'll do it not because you tell them they have to. In fact, some people will purposely not do it because you have to. But more people will do it just because they're like, oh, he's my guy. And he finally said it's the thing. (laughs) I saw some pictures of... Trump at Walter Reed with his like oh yeah yeah killer presidential seal mask oh is that and what that was, was? Like, if you're finally gonna do it like yeah oh yeah it's it's slick 
Of course. Uh, but then people were posting, like, Facebook comments from, like, fat heads who were like, I'll never wear a mask. It's a muzzle. And then as comment to the picture of Trump and his very sleek mask, it's like, where can I get one of these? Yeah, right. And that's all it takes. Yeah. I'm not going to be Just... as much as I want to be like, look at that fucking hypocrite, this and that. Thank goodness his ass put a mask on i don't give a shit like just whatever yeah keep moving in the right direction so people can shift around because this is becoming untenable again and we all know where that leads and that is garbage so um what was i gonna say uh the mass stay apart the numbers oh but also let us not forget uh that the media is so so and i i read pretty liberal publications including a pretty mm-hmm. liberal publication in um south carolina out of columbia but uh they keep using this scenario which does nothing other than inflame like anxiety and fear and they keep saying mm-hmm. you know if south carolina were a country it would have the fourth highest covid death rate in the world after florida texas and bahrain it's like yeah but (laughs) Ah, poor bahrain the numbers are just the numbers if you just want to like you can move numbers around and like base population you frame it however you want well and i agree with you because in the news they do the like the covid beds they're at near max like that's hospital they make it sound like the hospitals are overflowing right when it is in fact the 15 to 30 percent of the hospital they designate for covid right with the other you know (laughs) the rest of the hospital is available but saved for people who are just sick sick or people who need procedures or the icu because they they wait and say it at the end and they're like well that's 30 percent of covid beds they have set aside yeah i and that that's that's scary like there are places that and reported understandably that their ICUs are overrun now. Houston yeah. and a few places, Florida, or some places in Florida, and that's very important news. And that shit just gets watered down because one of the biggest outlets out there is CNN, and CNN can eat a big banana oh. because they <laughs> are so just like they are so um, inflammatory. Oh, they're like, they're the it's worst. Like, they're just the Fox News for like I don't like. I don't know if they can be like, considered that extreme, but it's they're pretty close up there. If you're getting dude. your news from CNN, you need to stop because they take a break. They need to. They they're just they're they're just. I think they're yeah. They're just reframe the numbers in a pretty in an unfortunate way. You need to just in my experience if you want the facts get the facts from dheck in your area go straight to the boring go to the boring and it is boring but you get the numbers of like the icu beds which percentage is taken Mm -hmm. up from covid which percentage is left you get death rates which are confirmed and which are yeah uh potential you just get the numbers it's not sexy but no need to go any further than that that like you said, the department of they don't sell ads. Right, right. Like the more people that the Americans that die, that's less ta- that's that's their paycheck. They need people paying taxes. Yeah, 
Um, my experience. Oh, wait, before you finish in your, um, t- my testing experience in your mm-hmm. testing experience, what was the swab situation like? It was like that long, oh, I got a proper swab. Like, you got by the look on your swab. face. It seems like it was a, a proper, a proper medical swab. I feel better now. Did you get, uh, you got a long swab up in there for like 20 seconds oh, yeah. and you just deep, wanted to deep sneeze? Swabbing. It, the first one I was like, oh, I can, okay, I got it. Like, that is uncomfortable. It is not, like, painful. But then once that second one comes, it was like I was, like, Ashley and I were talking about it. And it was just, it's, because nothing gets in there. It's just, yeah. it doesn't hurt. It's just this uncomfort. It's just the inside of your head trying to expel something. It's bizarre. Which you never feel. Like, it just, like, seizes up. So, okay. Now I got your... I got your, and I hope you guys come, come in negative. No, you don't feel any symptoms or anything, right? Other than the malaise of being stuck at home. Yeah, just you know, always um, use more sleep. Yeah. So that's what I'm always. I was like, I'm always tired. It was like, well, you have a kid, and like, right, 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 right. Of course, you're you're outside a lot, running around, and then you go to, you go you stay and up to talk hot. to your wife after it's your hot, kid goes hot. to sleep. Right, right. Uh, all right. So, like I said, I came down sick it's feeling sick i finally talked to the doctor um the next day or a day and a half later uh and he's like all right well the only thing we can do right now especially because we're in this zone is send you for a covid test it's across town they close at 4 30 i'm gonna call because you have to have a prescription i'm gonna call it in for you and you got to get over there he's like you know don't worry about it just whatever you got just don't stop anywhere just get in the car go there it's a drive-through you don't have to worry about it it's like well, bring a mask obviously and i was like shit all right i gotta get out the door i'm already feeling like shit so i was like whatever let me go get this done because i don't want to miss it because he was also like we're backlogged he's like it's five to seven days right now he's like i hope it yeah. comes in sooner you know but there's nothing i can do about it um so i hop in the car and i zip i zip out and it takes me about a half an hour or so to get there. And about 25 minutes, I go, I don't have a fucking mask. I know it. I know I don't have a mask in this car. I haven't <laughs> not had a mask on until I've been homesick. So yeah. I like start looking around the car. I'm like, I, we, and we've, I'm sure like many families now have accumulated a pile of masks by the door. Cause you take a clean mask when you come home, we throw one in the laundry, whatever. So plenty of masks, but I'm like, I probably have one in the car sitting in a glove box or something so i park in a in a parking lot near there and i look around and i was like i got nothing i got a pair of socks i got an old like work rag and, and your I, beard isn't even long enough to fold up over so you're no. just like no it's a it's a trendy looking beard mask uh no yeah i don't have a beard mask duct tape um but i do see <laughs> So I'm like, all right, all right. And I, and by the way, it's at this point that if I were to turn back and then drive back, I would not make my appointment. Yeah. Um, uh, pair of socks, dirty rag. And then I see curl around the headrest in the back is an underwear band because to make Ruby a, uh, a, uh, iPad holder for a long car drive. I have like an old iPad case and then I just wrap an underwear band around it and stick it and it fits perfect. Literally underwear <laughs> band says Hanes on it, not the elastic pulled out underwear band. So I was like, all right, first things first, 
Of course, know, it wouldn't be rope or twine or anything. I know there's a way to make a sock mask. I know it. But I completely, and now in retrospect, only as I talk to you about this, because Meg showed me how to make them right when everybody's like, should we wear a mask? Shouldn't we? We can make it out of yeah. sock. And I just, I don't research that at all. And that's what comes to my head not. as I'm talking to you. So I cut this sock to shreds and I just end up with like a little square. <laughs> that Daintiest just little. <laughs> dainty, like, I was like, well, how did I? So these socks are done. I have no option. I was like, maybe I can <laughs> use happened. them for string or. So I was like, all right, I got this mask. I got this rag and it's the size of a bar. It's a bar rag. So if I fold it over like a bandana, it looks like I got a bandana over my head. But it's not mm -hmm. the size of a bandana, so I couldn't just tie it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're missing that extra yeah, extra length. Everybody think of a square by uh, a square white rag, classic. But I got an underwear band, so all right. So I'm got like, ready. I could cut this underwear band, and then just <laughs> like wrap this around like I'm hanging like a like a a, a shelter over it, and then tie the underwear band around. But it doesn't work because it doesn't sit and like the rag comes out. But I'm like, all right, so if I cut the band and I can weave it through the the r dirty rag, then I could tie the band. But when their powers combined. So with the job I have and how I'm just living down here, it's just something It's part of the culture down here. You just always have a pocket knife in your pocket. Unless you're running out the door and have nothing right. but your wallet. So I was like, I don't have a, all right, I don't have anything in the car. And I was like, oh, I got a seatbelt cutter. That's like one of those things that somebody gave you for Christmas that was at the end of a rack of a, like a CVS right, yeah. where it's like, <laughs> right, yeah. you can break your windshield, you can cut your seatbelt. It's got a flashlight. It's got a USB charger. It's like, all right, I got a seatbelt cutter, which is like an envelope opener. So I cut that yeah. band and out of respect yeah. for the person I'm going to talk to I also cut the swath off that says Hanes, so they might not know it's an underwear band. Uh, it does me no good, however, because it's like an envelope opener, to put two holes in the rag. So I search for something, and I don't have any sharp implements, uh, but I have a broken golf tee. So I start making punctures with the broken golf tee, and I get it through, and I tie this thing around. And I just look like a criminal. It it's this big, heavy, I sent you a picture of this big, heavy towel over my face, this weird band wrapped around. But I was like, all right, I got it. And it's, so it's the thickness is unsettling. The thickness like, is what's unsettling. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the bright, it's a dirty rag, but it is bright. It has white. vibrancy. It's not as it's, stained yeah. as you, yeah. you would think. It It is. Can I say this? And, I, and I mean this. It has a. Um, it had a, it's disturbing all around, but to me, when I put it on, it had a disturbing clansman-like vibrancy. Oh, it very taut. It was very, the thickness makes it, you're right. And it very looks like an upside white, down. And upside down, it comes to a triangle. So I like nothing about it other than oh. it was going to get me through, hopefully. I still, of course, my imagination, they were going to be like, you need to go home. That makes me uncomfortable too. But anyway, so I'm like, but I just have to have it on because it's just a drive-through yeah. so i pull up however they 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 direct you through to the parking lot you have to get out of your car step to a designated line and keep in mind i have the mask on i just walk and and of course i have sweats you know on and like flip like i look mm -hmm. uh, like i'm homesick um 
<laughs> so I pull up and I just sorry, I'm like delirious. I just want to say first off, I'm sorry. This is stuff from my car. They're like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like, why are you even pointing it out? Don't like I don't want to be talking to you any more than I have to because you're here to get a COVID nineteen test. This your explanation is keeping us in the same space so much longer than <laughs> right. you just filled out your paperwork right. and sat down. So anyway, so I say that and they're like, I don't care. And they hold out a plastic bag for me and I slip my ID into it and they seal it up like it's, um, you know, on fire. Uranium. Uh, Which is good. I mean, it's better than, you know, sounds like the initial line you were in. There's nobody there, you know, at least they're taking it serious. Send me back to my car. I come back. They, They call me and then I do drive up. But for the swab for me... They give me just a regular old Q-tip. They open my thing a crack. They hold the Q-tip there. And I'm like holding my nose next to the window. (laughs) And they're like, no, 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 no. You swab (laughs) yourself. I was like, oh, oh, take the Q-tip. And I was like, how far up do I got to go? They're like, no, no, no. Just go around each nostril. So I didn't have to go up anything. And then they Oh, man, you just gave the booger cruster. That's it. That's it. So... I lucked out in that regard, and the only regard, obviously, not lucking out in is uh, having to <laughs> sit around for that. But oh man, too so many images came to mind in that story. But the the first one was like I could just picture it, like you know, like a like a Simpsons or like a Family Guy, in like you see all of the implements that you need, like oh this. This was tied to this old iPad cord, you know, like MacGyver. And like, okay, I'll take this. And you just walk in with the iPad case over your mouth. Right, exactly. <laughs> Didn't yeah. use any of the stuff. You're just like, eh, whatever. I was close to doing the old shirt over the nose. Uh, yeah. But I was, I just. Would that count? I mean, I, you're trying. Yeah, it is. We have a mask ordinance, not statewide, but Charleston. We've had a pretty yeah. responsible city council. Um, or to that do stuff, hefty but, mask. You just. And you black out for right. that lady at the desk and you I, come to and she's like, are you all right, Mr. Haynes? Are you all right, Mr. <laughs> Haynes? You're like, my name's not Haynes, it's Hans. She's like, I read it on the underwear strap of your mask. Calvin, you're <laughs> under arrest. <laughs> <laughs> you awaken to the sound of the cuffs closing. Uh, oh, God. I'm from the future. <laughs> yeah. Sell it to the... Tell it to your bunk mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they sent they sent old uh, Michael Cohen's ass back to the Huskow. Did you see that? Just couldn't stay sick enough, huh? Couldn't stay away from whatever. Insert fancy douchebag restaurant here. Couldn't stay away from La Botica because he got he got his picture taken sitting outside having you know a rosé is that what it was yeah. i just thought they were like you got to go back now no they were like he just we'd let arrest? you go because we didn't want you to get sick and you're out not being responsible eating at a restaurant not socially distanced without a mask Ooh, so his prison is gonna be extra grueling. they had a speaking of numbers like we were talking about in prison um yeah, you know, if I, basically in um, San Quentin, it's mm-hmm. bad. It's like one out of four people have it right now. Oh, my God. Because they, they were doing those tests. And they're saying they were doing these rapid tests you're talking about or some form mm-hmm. of some form of test. Maybe it's not rapid, but for a while they had like 20 tests that they pushed through on the market. And a ton of them were like gave false negatives or a lot. 
Um, So they're saying that they used these cheap scum bummy tests when they were transferring inmates and there was all these false negatives and they, that's all it took. It was a tinderbox. It's a fucking Roger Corman grindhouse movie in the making. It's just like, as we're all sick and whizzing, they just, all these super criminals break out of jail because they're like, we're strong. Oh my God. Yeah. Herd immunity. Oh, yeah. Call movie called Herd Immunity. Oh, will this, and I they, wonder. And they move through that herd with impunity. Casey, that's a good pitch for a new, like, Arkham story arc. Just to get the vi- the Joker virus, but they become resistant. Yeah, they, they break all... free. Joker gets all these criminals herd immunity. He loses... He, you gotta crack a few eggs. <laughs> hey, but then, yeah, he's just got all these... Um, and they just rob banks by like handing notes, like telling people they're sick or something. No, that doesn't make sense if they're already immune. I don't know. It needs work. It don't work. Don't work. don't pitch that. Don't pitch don't that little piece of yeah. <laughs> that little piece of audio. They're like, why did he send us? You got to write a pitch. You can't just send us <laughs> a U.S. Us <laughs> you can't send us a a Japanese two hundred gigabyte SIM card. <laughs> With two minutes of audio oh, on it. Man. I used to do that to like send out just like, a, you know, put my stuff on the like USB and like send it to like editors and, and oh, people. Yeah. And I was like, it's cool. And I actually found like cool customizable USBs. And finally somebody was like, why the fuck would a stranger put a USB into their computer? Oh, good point. From just some random person who's like, I really love your work. You think, <laughs> are you son of Sam? You know what I would do? And then you get, a, you get the Joker virus from me. What I would do is I'd be like, sweet, USB drive. Go Erase. to the go to the next um, uh, cubicle over, <laughs> plug it in, delete it, and then uh, clean it out. Yeah. I got myself a fancy customized USB. No, I got a 512 megabyte right here. I got a 20th century brain in a 21st century world. Yeah, that's too bad because that was... People just look at it and go... What the fuck? Do I need a five gigabyte? <laughs> now that they're well, so I got a cheap, terabyte yeah. over here. They uh um, there used to be a business card. I'm sure it's not a thing anymore because people don't even have drives. But it was like shaped like a business card, but it had a little mini DVD or DVR oh, in there, man, and you could yeah, just put the put old the business CD-ROM. card in. I need. I want CD-ROM cards. Now. I want them back. Can Just for back the CD-ROM? be like, don't put that in any. There's, it's blank. But all my information's written in Sharpie on the can outside. Can we get a? I'm sure we can get them at a discount, unless it's like vintage expensive. Just a bunch of gesture practice business cards on the CD-ROM, or we could just buy a bunch of CD-ROMs from <laughs> Rite Aid and just take a blowtorch to them, cut the just edges cut off. It. I wonder if no, just buy it. I mean, there's factories full of blank DVRs. Just go DVRs with Sharpie with your information. Just say- <laughs> nothing on it. You what did you say your name was? And then just scratch yeah. the back up so maybe they'll think something. Like, because how disappointed, like, the one person is like, that's pretty creative. Yeah, I mean, they're retro. And they put it in, like, it's just a blank it's DVR. Blank. You didn't what? even take the time. I had to, to plug in a- my old desktop for this bullshit. The dancing baby? Nothing. <laughs> A Give topless me, woman from a random say, movie? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, sweet. Topless um, Selma Blair. That was the first name that came to mind. I don't know why. <laughs> Sorry, Selma. 
Oh my god. Oh, um, uh, I want to put a thank you out there because it's especially come in handy from, uh, for being locked down. Uh, Verno sent me an amazing book called The Duct Tape Killer, and it's a cool. South Dakota true crime book. Do you remember Piper Striley? I do remember hearing it's that. It's that whole case. News. I'll have to send wow. this to you, re-gifted. Verno would appreciate that. It is a really fascinating, quick read, and super disturbing, and it's a, a story, you know, like, if you do have true crime podcast feeds, last podcast on the left, my favorite murder, mm-hmm. all those, they just kind of do the same shit. I haven't heard anything on this story, and it is yeah. as bonkers, as intriguing, as disgusting, as out there and unique as any I've heard. So thanks, Johnny. That's been some good reading. This fucking guy, cool. this guy, I'll say one thing I hadn't heard, and this is balls, like, because it's so much work, is um, they're like, everybody is like, we just saw a black Bronco, and they're like, huh. And it had black wheels. They're like, it was interesting because it was all matte black. black uh, matte black. And they're right, like... The, the Knight Rider? You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's very iconic. Yeah, so they're like, wow, that's really recognizable. And they put things together. They're like, well, this guy might be our guys around and he drives a bronco but his bronco has like a beautiful paint job that's like blue with like a custom white stripe down it this guy takes the time with each victim to paint his car with matte black craftsmen from like joanne fabrics the whole car and then wash it all off oh that'd be so tacky it's so, tacky. It's so, so wet. crazy, right? That is, uh, yeah, this guy is, uh, that is some, that's an interesting. I did not know that about it. That's like simpleton geniusness. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, they instantly, they were like, well, he didn't get a new paint job. It's as good as he was a pack rat and saved all his receipts for a bucket of Joanne fabrics, matte black craftsman tape. <laughs> So there's like why and paintbrushes. Five grand on matte black paint this past year. God, yeah, uh, it's a really, it's a really sad story, obviously. But um, at least I'm getting some reading because, man, yeah, too much, too much TV make Hie a dull boy, sad boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, but I did take your advice and I did start. Uh, if we're on this, I started, and I'd re- definitely recommend it. Um, I'll be gone in the dark. That's her- horrifying. Very, very horrifying. It's a good thing I'm so sick and tired because otherwise I wouldn't be sleeping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Had, yeah, like I told you, I had a murder dream Ugh. as opposed to like, I'm at work. I'm at stressed. I'm at my weird fictional work. I had a, I, it's so funny you mentioned it. I had a murder dream, but it was, I love when dreams are quickly debunked just because something was going on externally while you were asleep. Yeah. So I was like, Meg, I had a dream that David Rose was murdered. She's like, oh, I started watching Schitt's Creek again. And the first episode, he has a conversation about being murdered in the hotel room. God, I was like, oh, put it right in my head. <laughs> even my dreams are unoriginal. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Schitt's Creek did it. Oh, what was it. How was your dream last night? I heard you shuffling. I was just dreaming about Simpsons episodes I've seen. <laughs> They're great. You sleep, you're just 
I love that episode. If I could program reruns as my dreams, I'd do it. Which I'm sure would inhibit all new fresh thought and rest. But I'm like, <laughs> it saved me so much time if I could just watch Simpsons reruns in my sleep and not in my free time. Not during my daytime. I could read a book. Oh my god, if you could create that, you'd be a, a sad boy. And you'd, oh no. you would, I feel you like... would be Facebook level ruining culture. And society forever, but eh. I think I spent an after I sp- I've spent a good many school days sc- scrolling that dream in a notebook instead of learning something. So I was I was dreaming about being able to watch TV in- while I sleep instead of like <laughs> learning something. <laughs> Could have been a contender. There was that. Uh... It's so funny. Speaking of unsolved mysteries, I didn't know if you watched. There's a I new have, unsolved yeah. mysteries, and I don't know. There, maybe we talked about it. The first episode is crazy about this guy, Ray, Ray Navarra. Really yes. interesting. The thing I gotta tell you, up until the second to the last episode, very interesting. But if mm-hmm. I want Forensic Files, I'm gonna watch Forensic Files. And they solved yeah. the case in Forensic I Files. I know. that. I got a theory. I think they got a couple of these in the bag. Because I was, t- Ashley and I were talking about it when we started it. I was like, it's not unsolved mysteries unless you get that update at some point yeah yeah like it it doesn't happen a lot as i recall as a kid but when it does you're just like yes yes which one have i seen it oh i didn't see that one but yes but they give you a recap but it's also not unsolved mysteries unless bigfoot aliens weird civil war ghosts Mm mm-hmm uh, long lost twins that both married twins. Bermuda, Bermuda Triangle in there. Need to Berm- see some yeah. of those. Well, give me, I get it. You want to take a more serious approach, which again, I should be in the room where it happened because no, you don't. You don't need a serious approach with Unsolved Mysteries. You can make a story serious. You could have cut down that first very interesting case about the suicide or murder cut that baby down from 50 minutes to 20 minutes and then yeah. i want to know why there's a knocking and give me a psychic that shows me a abraham yeah. tad lincoln throwing a rubber <laughs> ball against the wall i know you need one that's just unsettled like yeah you need a, a guy went camping and heard some shuffling and then he claims that he saw a chupacabra right there's a lot of dogs with no heads exactly and again the second to the last episode not split it is an alien abduction story and it's interesting, That's that could have been one. cut down to 20 minutes. Oh, by the way, <laughs> I'm just saying, give me more. Give me a bad host. Not not that Dennis Farina's bad or the Robert Wool. Who was the original guy? Chuck Wool? Oh, uh, Robert, Robert Stack. Robert Stack. Who you see for a second. They superimpose his ghost onto the end of the credits. Did you notice that? That's not true, is it? No, they do when the when the... As the the uh, Unsolved Mysteries logo comes up, there is like ghostly image of Robert Stack that fades into the background. Is this he ethereal dead? Robert Stack? Oh yeah, he's been dead for a while. Did he die in a submarine and do it <laughs> three times in three separate lives? That was a good a Unsolved Mysteries. That was found. He was fused into the hull of a submarine they found in Philadelphia. There was yes. There's an Unsolved Mysteries. Where a kid is like, just out of nowhere, it's like, 
I died in World War II on such and such submarine. They're like, you're a crazy kid, and he gives details and everything, and they look it up. So scary, so good. Give me some of that. Second to the last episode, it's an alien abduction one, There's and it's really interesting and, and mm-hmm. a little unspooky, unsettling, hair on your arms. But they talk to one guy who's like, I'm finally coming out and talking about it. He's like, I've been, you know, ostracized my whole life. He's like, I finally started to express myself. Oh, yes. In- I was waiting for you. I was hoping to bring it up. <laughs> I finally mm. decided to get it out. And the camera pans over. He's like, I painted it. And it, the camera scrolls over. And it is one painting of the most stereotypical, like, not stick guy, but kind of Lego guy in a triangle beam of light in your stereotypical um uh ufo and it's it's like so there it is for all to see and i was like this guy did one shitty painting he's like yep my abduction <laughs> i wonder i there was a, a podcast i listened to called um mysterious universe mm-hmm. and it's you should if you if you could fit something in it is basically all of the things about unsolved mysteries you like in a podcast I so they like talk it. about Bigfoot all the time, and they talk about UFOs. Very even keel guys. Like, they, they laugh it off. But they did one, and it, was, it reminded me, as soon as I saw that, that picture, I was like, I wonder if it was this guy. Because they were talking about, and, they, and I envy them, but also I'm like, oh my god, how do you do it? Like, any crazy, crappy new book on Amazon about anything paranormal, they read right away. Oh, wow. And that's yeah. what they talk about. So they were talking about this guy who was... Who, was abducted by aliens and he's telling this very insane stressful story about you know being taken away and it reminded me of this guy a lot but the culmination of his uh, abduction story was so he you know he sees the standard grays like the little skeletal with the big eyes right skittering around and he comes to and then all of a sudden he sees a gray like come through these uh, like pack of tiny little grays and this gray's got a set of rockin' tits. <laughs> and the rest of the rest of his abduction was him having sex with this alien. And then the rest of the book was him talking about how the alien revisited him a few times through the rest of his life. And he just, back of a Cadillac, just having sex with this alien. So he does all these paintings, but they're like alien erotica paintings. Oh, like I would I imagine that. like that guy does, but like just terrible. This guy just put one down. Now that's an abduction. That is an abduction. That that brings us kind of right back full circle to, sort of, to your Forrest Gump analogy, the Forrest Gump of the 90s. Did you know that, did you ever read Winston Groom's Forrest Gump? The No, I didn't. The novel? A big portion of it was dedicated, Forrest Gump got like like a lot of like inroads because he had a giant penis. Oh, there you go. That I mean, just take that little kernel, rewatch Forrest Gump, and you're like, ah, okay. Right. That's, That's why, why he got to meet JFK. Give him a second chance. Because <laughs> they're like, who is this guy? And they're like, oh, <laughs> let's invite him to the party. <laughs> That's That's the 17th Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I read that and I was like, oh my God. Of course. Now the more you, like, that movie doesn't age the best. No. But now, I can't imagine that novel aged very well if it's like, he...
has a big dick. That's why he's successful. <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> in it's in like, the cancel culture world, like, delete, sir. Yeah, it might as well be. If you came out with that book right Chan now, Gun. you'd be reading it at an open mic back right. of a Barnes and Noble, and they'd be like, get the hook, get him off, get Absolutely. him off. Oh god, what was I? Wa- I was watching something with Ruby, and I was like, I don't. I don't like the Oh. Yeah, and it's unfortunate. Ruby got her first dose of Ren and Stimpy. Mhm. Yeah. Ah, so good. She loved it so much cuz it's so visual and so audible. I know everything yeah, is, but yeah. it really is. It has very heightened moments of it so you yeah. can lock on like when it has its individual screenshots. Oh, like, yeah, you can really from the lock on to something. It's just like it's like a that pun- it's like a punchline. Yeah. So good, but like there were a few times where I was like, ooh, like unnecessary. You think it's. They thought it was funny just because it was like a word, so they used like the term midget a lot, but not like. They use it like instantly derogatory, like, I was going to beat you up because I thought you were a circus midget, but boys, come on in. I was like, ooh, ooh, I don't know about that. Still, uh, you, you take it for a grain of salt. You just no, don't watch that episode again if that's your thing, and you just keep moving along. Yeah, because it's so funny and it's so beautiful. It's such a beautiful work of art, yeah. collection of art. No, and I know I haven't brought myself to watch any of the the, the newer ones that came out, like when we were in college. The MTV that Crooks Falusi did, then they were. I think we. I, I may have been with you when we watched it. Watched part of one. It was like, just overly crude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just not like, cause it's like, oh, we can do it. We can curse now. And I was like, no, not not doing it for me, man. That's why you're so good before is because, in my opinion, one of the reasons is because you boxed yourself in with these. You had these restrictions, and you mm-hmm. really oh, yeah. got creative to get whatever output you wanted to. You're like, well, I can't say fuck and, and show, you know, somebody taking a dump, but I can yeah. have somebody like strain, like they're about to say it and then fill drawers with a yeah. really lumpy looking oversized load. And that's way funnier. It's funny you say that I was reading just a, like, <clears throat> like an article it was just sort of about, like about comics. And they were talking like, started as a conversation and it was like this fan asked a creator like why if you're writing a image comic book for 17 plus don't you curse why do you still use it it's called grolix so that would be like the oh sure. apostrophe this yep, instead of yep. saying the actual curse word and it just was this cool conversation and it was like well just because it's a curse word doesn't mean it's necessary like Sometimes that cr- comes across as crude. And if that's what your intention is, cool. But And then they went into a conversation about, like, when you bleep something out for the sake of comedy. Like, if that's what you're trying to do, then that's why that exists. Because just because sometimes reading that curse word just will take you like, what? No. Takes you out of the moment. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, if it if it's overdone and it's shock value, it just right. it takes. Like it, then it's it, not it's, a good joke. If you have to add shock value, it's not all the time, but it's probably it's not any, a good setup. You just kind of don't know your craft yet. 
It's like we've seen enough early comedians at open mics. We've been you there. You can just tell. And we, you know, oh, you, yeah. you fall back. Your defense is to go back to what you know and what you know, like your first exposure to being funny and like That's is it. being with your friends yep. and being foul mouthed. Absolutely. So it kind That's of, it. you don't, you, it sort of, you, and it's, it's funny because you and I know so many stand up comedians and talking to them and you can see the moment they can third eye it. And the moment the person on stage is a, they're playing a caricature of themselves. Right. So the sooner you learn that and think about your comedy that way, the sooner you can figure out that, like, play around with the intricacies. It's it's all a performance. Like, you can't just do a a foul mouth rant. Some people can. Right. But that's, they're masters. That's why they can get away with it. And when you do it, people are like, get this fucking guy off the stage. I can do that myself. Did his girlfriend break when up I with him? Like, toe. what's his problem? Right. Uh, uh, what was I going to say? Um, oh, my God. I, oh, but speaking of, Meg reminded me. Do you remember the first attempt or the first setup joke you ever had? Like on stage or just in, just in, in life? In, in Did life? you ever try and compose... A joke oh. like as a kid or anything like that. No. I don't think so. So I, Meg, I don't know what like brought it up. It was like this flash, this memory. I was like, oh yeah, that's where I got my like first earned laugh. And of course they were laughing mm-hmm. at me, but it was an attempt. So I'm in the, we're on a car ride going from Watertown to Sioux Falls to visit my grandma. I remember it so vividly. I lean over like the middle, like where the uh, middle armrest is, because I'm sitting in the back and I'm like, hey, guys, how many hands does a clock have? I'm like, what? How many hands does a clock have? Eight or something like that. They go, I don't know how many. And I just, boom, hands up, middle fingers, poke my dad (laughs) and my mom's face. I just go, two. And of course I got reprimanded. But I was like, oh, that's something there's something oh, man. there at least i'm associating that remember. a hand on a clock uh-huh. is funny because there's also a hand on your body that's the only thing i think of yeah and then putting your middle finger right in your parents face and getting away with it because they're they think you're special i i'm trying to think the first jokey type thing i remember other than like telling parroting stories or telling of, of an experience with like my, my grandfather or my dad because we go hunting a lot so it would be there was a lot of storytelling right in my family so i remember doing that a lot as opposed to just a standard joke sure sort of like punchline setup uh one of the first jokey things i remember was my uncle brought over a bunch of like you know like joy buzzer gaggy things sure and I was like, yeah, these are okay. Like, whoopee cushion. Just things. I think he was probably cleaning his house that he had from a kid. And I found a little thing of a... Uh, they were like... It was like a firework for a cigarette. Oh, sure. And I was like, I've seen Looney Tunes. I love that exploding cigar. So I went around and just put them in any back any cigarette I could find and I nearly killed my grandma. I was gonna say, yeah. Because she was attack. just like, you know, talking and all of a sudden... Bang! It just blows up, and it is a firework, so it just blows up, and she was like, ah, 
Oh, God. <laughs> just shot. quickly slunk oh, out of the God. house. I was like, not as funny as I thought. That, that's so interesting. Got I, in a lot of trouble for that one. I can imagine. I actually stopped myself from... So I sent you and Henning, and I sent you guys uh, a video of these snaps that aren't snaps. They're actually like one-fourth power of m80s but they act like snaps so you just they look like little firecrackers but you just throw them that's all you got to do they'll they'll explode on contact with a hard surface and i didn't know that and jesse like he's like check out these snaps and i threw one and it was deafening because it was like an like the porch i was like that was the craziest that was a bomb so I still now it's like the sixth of July or whatever, and I've got a pack of these, and I'm walking around work, and I'm like, oh well, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna throw these behind people all day, and I was just about to do it, but they are so I should post a video. They are so loud and disturbing. I actually had an adult moment where I was like, kill someone, like somebody will fall and hit their head, somebody will genuinely <laughs> have a heart attack, or they're so scary. That I'll get reprimanded and not have an answer other than, I thought it'd be funny. Don't you think it's funny? Scaring the living <laughs> yeah, piss no, out of you? Like you don't have a, like if somebody actually gets idea. like terrified, like I, I work with a guy and he was mowing the lawn and he couldn't hear me over the lawnmower. So I finally shouted with all my uh, might and he heard me, but because it was so loud or maybe he was like in a daydream and then this is the one he focused on. I scared him so much that he wanted to hurt me. Like he just turned around. And he was like, what? Like he got so <laughs> oh, that's, frightened. That's it was one. just a reaction. And I was like, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Like he's like, and it didn't like subside. Quick. He's like, God damn it, man. What did you want? Were you there behind oh, me the man, whole time? Scared. I was like, I was what? trying to get your attention. So. On a primal level. Like that's when you know you got down to something deep yeah you got into his caveman brain and he was like i'm gonna murder you because <laughs> you could have murdered me yeah i saw it in his face for sure and he was still like just later like you just and he's a good dude too he's just like you can't uh you were there you the whole the time people, man <laughs> it's like I, and of course i had nothing i was like i just wanted to tell you uh, make sure to take a break it's hot out <laughs> 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 fucking giving him angina <laughs> scared him to death oh my god well with that my knees are uh, going up and down because I haven't drank so many fluids in the last year just been hydrating hydrating like crazy oh uh, sure so yeah. spent a lot of these last four days in the old uh, latrine the old latrine did I miss anything no no more uh <laughs> nope no more, um, they Good. finally, no. they finally, uh, took off. I don't know why we would end it with this, but did you see they made an announcement that they're finally changing their name, the Redskins? They're finally changing it. To I was going to bring it up. Yep. Yep. It's, After 20 years of people like asking them to do it. And I love the self-righteous, like. After thorough invested, like they literally made an announcement four days ago. They were like, we need to thoroughly investigate our policies surrounding our name, like putting all these words around it. And immediately somebody from the inside that didn't want to be um, put on the record was like, yeah, that means we're going to change the name. 
but we want to make it look like an effort because we can't make it look as easy as, oh yeah, that's really racist. We need to change it right away because we could have done that 25 years ago. Just said, yeah. And I remember when we were kids seeing a news story about it and it was like local Native American tribes like got together, signed a petition, like, please stop using this. Right. I mean, they got Cleveland to stop using, I forget what he's called, what's like called Chief Wampum, the big old smiley right. ca- yeah, cartoon caricature. They attempt to get the Braves every year to stop doing the tomahawk chop, but their scumbag fans won't subside. It's, it's a judo got, chop, man. Bro. Yeah. It's history. It's my heritage. You... First you take my statues, you, then you can take my tomahawk chop? Not gonna happen. Not in Atlanta. They do a Confederate chop now. <laughs> Across this fucking scumbag, the old Dixie Chop. Dixie Chop. God, I wouldn't put it past any of these guys holding on to whatever they think they're holding on to. Do you think it could be the Washington Arrows? Just putting it out there. There's a little town in South Dakota that's gonna buy a lot of shirts. Be there gonna be a lot, lot of converted used to be Redskins fans. What if they just changed their name to the District of Columbia Redskins? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> all the Hullabaloo will change our name. Or the DC Redskins. Oh, God. I wouldn't put it past them. Again, they're so self-righteous and they're like, after much thought, it's like, fuck you. You think you get an out? Like, the owner's been on record literally every year, probably since you read that. It was like, it yeah. is never gonna happen like very Trump and they've been shitty since the fucking 80s maybe it'll give them some get like there's no you can't even make the argument of like let's say they were coming at the patriots because they were called the new england redskins like they make the argument like we're a storied franchise with many like you're you've been shitty you're synonymous with being terrible right right and like that's why the indians onto it we're all like also good taste, but also we're not a good team. So like, why don't we? Right, we got not no leg to stand on. Like, yeah, get rid of him, whatever. You'll and see. notice they got to keep the name the Cleveland Indians. Right. They um, I was gonna say uh, do you they they might be used? They're like we got to change all of these. Look, not like they don't make a billion dollars. The billion dollar franchise. I can see them pulling some like. I don't know, just make the uh, feather of pencil. We'll be the Washington teachers. <laughs> I was just thinking the Bleach same thing. Bleach him. It's just like, give him a powdered wig and just be like the Washington presidents. <laughs> oh, the Washington I mean, I'm founders. Sold. I'm converted. Oh, God. They're going to sell a ton of, I mean, I, screw them. Screw them. They have no legs to stand on. I don't give a shit that they're changing their name. I don't give them any credit for it whatsoever. No, they didn't do it out of the kindness of their heart. Someone with a lot of money went, you're not going to get my money anymore if you don't do it. Right. And it's corporations. They just went, we don't like confrontation. We don't like, you know, we don't like it. Like, so just change it or you don't get money. And they're like, okay, 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 okay. We'll change it. That's it. That's it. One of the sponsors, someone just said, change it. I don't want my company next to this. I don't want people, you know. It's over. Putting putting two and two together. All right, all right. We're the Washington. We get it. <laughs> we get it. Okay. The Washington okay. <laughs> the Washington okays. It's not bad. <laughs> all right. All right, man. Well, well, let's hope for the best. 
On yeah, both ends. We'll, we'll find out the next few days. I guess people, like you said, not feeling not feeling bad, so it's a good sign. Yeah, you yeah. said you're on the mend. I so. feel I feel better today mm-hmm. for sure. What everybody will get an update after the closing jerk practice thing, mm-hmm. whatever that's called. Okay, also song. get your uh, JP masks. Oh yeah, thanks, you guys. It's available on Facebook. Jerkpractice.com has been renewed. Thanks, Henning. Mm-hmm. We have to. He's just like, hey, I'm gonna renew this shit. You better think of something to do with it. <laughs> you got two years. You're on the clock. <laughs> yeah, we are. We are. He's like our dad. He's like, do something with your life, or you're out of the house. <laughs> Basically, get out of my get out of my domain basement. All right, you scumbags. <laughs> Domain freeloaders. That's us. That's funny. There you go. Time to get to work, kids. Oh, yes, we do. All right. All right, my man. Love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. No, I love you too. All right, my man. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. All right, that's episode 168. Thanks for listening, guys. 168. It's been a healthy second season, hasn't it, guys? Um, ba, 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 ba. Update. I got my Coroni Tony on Friday, and it came back negative, which is good. And as I was telling Casey, that probably just means um, I, my, I, I, have, <laughs> I have HIV or mesothelioma or COPD. None of those things are funny, by the way, but you guys all know my, where my head goes. Got uh, gas lung. Um, Casey has not gotten his result back. So mine took eight days. Casey's on, as of today, a full week. That's crazy. Is that crazy, you guys? Everybody having to wait? that long to get a negative or a positive result those that need to go to work not being able to go to work maybe going to work because they can't afford not to go to work those sitting in anxiety sitting at home not knowing what's going on this is stupid this is this shit is stupid that is um just uh, i mean there you go come on anyways cold tag you all heard we're in the domain basement we're in the we're in the domain doghouse with hen. So my cold tag is related to that. Everybody starting tomorrow or when this gets released today, Monday, go ahead and check out jerkpractice.com for the first of many new installments of whatever. Who knows? But this is the prologue to the preamble now. Get a job or get out of the domain basement. Well, it's finally time. Time to get a GD job. And by job, I of course mean fill the synthetic void that exists under the infamously tapped jerkpractice.com. Oh, what to do? One must seek perfection. One must seek comic enlightenment. One must be Kaufman-esque, for God's sake. For Sagan's sake. No, no, no. One must flow and fill. Flow and fill. For you see, if context is key, then content is critical. So fool, so look for blogs, you boobs. Look for promotions, you plebs. Links, you turds. But don't look for perfection. It does not exist. 
is it a it is a pseudo finish line. It is the synthetic void. I'm sorry I called you turds. It seemed harsh. It was harsh. I really don't like that word. It has a sharp stink to it. I don't like it. Either way, my put-downs are endearments as long as you are jerks. And to you jerks, there's no looking back now. There's love, and there's nothing you can do about it. This has been the prologue to the promise of a new and improved jerkpractice.com. Come back, won't you? We'll be here, waiting for you, with bells on. Zinc bells. Namaste, or ha-ha-hamaste. That's trademarked. H-Face.